Welcome all movie and TV show fans. You are now a Cinemaniac. Before I begin, this series is brought to you by the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weaver, and today we are going to review the newest addition to the Mission Impossible franchise, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Just saw it yesterday with my co-host, Brandon Siegel. Brandon, we're going to get into it, but first, how are you doing today? This beautiful Saturday, about to rain. It, it is about to rain, so not a lot of golf for you this weekend, I'd imagine. Well, um, we're going to work it out. <laughs> I, I know you, you'll be out there. It don't matter if it's rain or shine. I know I, you're I going care. out there. I've been out there when it's snowing. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you, you see a lightning in the distance. You're like, that's far away. We'll be all right. You're right, right. Thor, um, Thor will be fine. Exactly. Yeah, it's far away. It's not going to hit me. Yeah. That's so silly. It's not going to hit me. Um, but yeah, this was a this was a fun one. We saw this last night. Mm-hmm. I almost did not make the movie. I know, right? I was I was a little late. Well, uh, thanks to like forty five minutes of previews, we I, had yeah, plenty of time. Okay, what was that, Aaron? <laughs> it was we ridiculous. were we didn't get out of the movie till like twelve forty five. I know. <laughs> there were so many previews, and they were long. Absolutely long. Like it was kind of ridiculous. I was like, we got there at the time that it said, and usually like when it when when that time hits you probably have like five minutes before they right they usually start it at least at silver spot i feel like you normally get like 10 minutes of previews it's like four or five normally well yeah when i saw the across the spider-verse for the third time uh, <laughs> i might add um uh the third time i got there like five minutes like i got there like at the time that it said the movie was going to start and like literally like two minutes after i sat down the movie started we sat down like the same time, like it said, like the movie was gonna start. Like what? We nine, were we were a couple minutes. I think we were we were a couple like, minutes after. It was like nine thirty eight or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Um, and movie didn't start till like ten. It, like it was a what minute. What is going on? They got ads on ads on ads, but no, it was a it was a it was a it was a good time. I didn't even know. Like you were like, you know, you were like, God, we're gonna be out of here so late. I was like, how long is this movie? You're like, it's two and a half hours. I'm like, yeah. damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we might be here a minute. I know, and then right? here's the thing. I made the decision not to get food. The second your food came out, you my were... I was I was like, <laughs> I oh, bad decision. I, I know you should have. You definitely should have. And you asked me twice. You're like, you sure? And I was like, nah, I'm good. The second your food it. came out and I smelled it, I was like, oh, that was so dumb. <laughs> It was all good though, and we we saw a good movie. It was it was yeah, very entertaining. So Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. We're getting another part. And we I don't know when it's gonna come out at this point. Yes, we have a a writer strike going on. So uh, you know, we'll see it. We'll see how that works. Yeah. Writers and actor strike. So hopefully they get what they want out of this. Yeah, obviously we support the writer strike here for sure. For sure, I'll wait. A, I'll wait a, a, another couple months then to get paid. That's done. I'm cool with that. Absolutely. So we're gonna um, see some start seeing some delays, but uh. Nonetheless, we were able to see this yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Um, had a great message from uh, Tommy Boy right before the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember uh, talking about. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying no. a friend of yours named Tom no. messaged you before we started on something, no. and I just agreed. I was like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. We did get. I, I feel like that's a, he, that's well, a Tom he, Cruise classic at this point. Well, no, he did that in uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if he's done it in movies before, but. I feel like that's his thing now, especially yeah, since his movies are so hyped up. Like, well, and then he like puts so much into them. Yeah. So like, I love it when he gives that message when he's like, thank you for coming to see it. Yeah, and I'm like, you're welcome, Tom. <laughs> that's I'm a, like, that's I'm a, doing this for you. You're giving a spoiler for what, whether they should watch, stream it, or skip it. I feel like you just did there. You don't know. You don't know what I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, you you know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> but they, I think they know what they're what you're gonna say now. I mean, come on. It's, it's, all right, it's we, a Tom well, Cruise movie. We're we're no. Well, that's not really a spoiler. We do it before the spoilers anyway. I know. I know. So I know. All right, non-spoiler review here, and let's get into it a little bit. 
This is a, a classic Mission Impossible action movie. Absolutely. A lot of good action. A pretty solid story overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think uh, real quick to explain it, um, with these Mission Impossible movies, you know what you're going to get from them, right? Yep. You're going to get a crazy mission. You're going to get some crazy action sequences. Really, what's going to differentiate the movies between each other is going to be the plot, you know? Um, and we'll get more into that later. But um, really, where we're st- where we kind of you know laid off here, you know, in in regards to the plot with this movie, um, uh, kind of a battle with artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. and um, you know how powerful this this specific entity is getting is what they call it, um, and you know the the uh, our 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 trio, our big three, we got Benji, Luther, and uh, uh, Ethan. Um, you know, trying to find a way to, to, to stop it. And, uh, um, that, that's pretty much where the story picks up from. Yeah. So watch it stream and skip it here, Aaron. There's our, our little non-spoiler, mm-hmm. uh, introduction. What do you, mm-hmm. what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say you should skip. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm about to be like, no <laughs> shot. <laughs> you gotta watch this in the theaters. Come on now. This is a, this is a Tom Cruise movie. He, you, we've seen all this stuff about this, this cliff jump scene, all these other scenes and whatnot. And, it's huge. Like you got to watch this in theaters, you know. I a hundred percent agree. Um, this to me is a firm, firm watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, here's the thing: I Tom Cruise is my favorite actor. Yeah. So, and I've been telling you this the whole time we've been talking about this movie yesterday and today. I'm biased. I love these movies. They're just the perfect movie for me. Mm-hmm. I love the action. I love the tech. Tom Cruise is the man. Does all of his own stunts. Um, he talked to me right at the beginning of the movie. It was glorious. Yeah. Right. Um. So it's a watch it though. I feel like action movies specifically, I feel like get a little more yeah, they get, leverage yeah, in the watch yeah, it area. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, with the sounds and the big picture and stuff, mm-hmm. seeing that stuff in the theater is definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention this movie was just a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's a great point. Actually action movies tend to get more theater experience. Yeah. Cause you got to witness those stunts, you know, on a big screen. I think um, one of the other movies that kind of comes to mind is like La La Land. I think that's a great movie where you can watch it in theaters. I never watch it in theaters, but if you watch it outside of theaters, you still get a really good experience because yeah. it's just a great story overall. Yeah. So. And that's a great movie. It, we're not taking anything away from that movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know yeah. you like that movie too, and it, it really mm-hmm. is a good movie. So yeah. it's. I think action movies specifically are ones where like, if it's even media, like there's more leeway where it's like, go mm-hmm. watch it mm-hmm. just because the action's so good. But this one really, the action was so great. Another mm-hmm. thing is like, they weren't in the US much in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there was a lot of like very beautiful mm-hmm. scenes and stuff. So yeah, they were in, uh, I think, Dubai a little bit. Dubai, we were definitely or in Italy. Da- I think it was Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Maybe. Um, definitely in Italy. Venice. They were in Venice, Italy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, were we in France at a point? No, I don't think we were in France. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the scenery, just, yeah. like, it was really amazing to see on the big screen. So yeah, definitely. If you guys have, you know, your, uh, 10 bucks or whatever, definitely go, go spend it towards, uh, uh, towards, uh, towards watching this movie in the theater. You're going to have a great experience. Um, you're not going to regret it. Now I'm, I, I don't know if I, if it's seen, if, if I said it hundred percent here, but it's, it's a watch it for me too. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yep. Everything Aaron said just makes sense. Um, go see it in theaters. It definitely was very, very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think I think we're exiting our our <laughs> our spoiler free part. We're we're not gonna get to the meat and the bones here. So from here on out, what time is it? Seven fifty here in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we're we're gonna spoil some stuff. Yes, right, we are. So, um, so we're gonna get let's, that chunky milk. 
Chunky milk. Yeah, spoiled spoiled milk. Oh right. Oh why? How did I not think of that? Geez, I'm in my own world over here today. I was confused about Tommy C. I was yeah, I was yeah. I was confused about everything. All right, Aaron. So let's get into it. Let's let's give our our spoiler plot line here mm-hmm. of uh, a Mission Impossible. Why don't you run us through it? Yeah. So uh, you know, there's a couple main plot points that we'll we'll get into. We're gonna start talking about the characters and action sequences here in a second. But um, really. Um, kind of getting in depth you know uh the main mission of this movie is for ethan benji and luther to find this key and and this key is a is a two-part key so it um fits into each other and it's like a almost like a four-legged key in it's kind a of way, like four-pronged right? yeah four i think is the key, best yeah, way to say yeah, it, yeah. Um, so once it looks you put almost it, like a, a, a 3d cross. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, one, that's a good description. So once you put it together, then you're able to open this, uh, where this entity is, which is in a submarine under the, I can't remember what ocean it, it was somewhere in Russia, like, like some sort of ocean near yeah, Russia. Yeah. And it was under ice at the time. Cause it was like winter, but it wasn't like, it was like, I don't think it was like an ocean. I think it was like a sea. So yeah, it, was maybe like, it was a sea. It was like, it wasn't, it definitely deep. is under like a polar. Yeah ice camp maybe i don't know if, if they're making yeah. this iced over i don't really know iced, how to... i think it was just iced over because it was like winter okay um because they said that the bodies like... oh yeah they found the bodies yeah, yeah, yeah. without the keys yeah, yeah yeah um so essentially yeah that's what that's that was like the the main thing that kind of came up at the beginning we had the submarine we found this key and that's really what the whole point of the movie is they're trying to find this key so that they can find out what it opens and we are obviously privy to it um because we saw, or we kind of saw what it what it opened at the beginning, but mm-hmm. really, what it essentially what it opens is the the main code, yeah, the source this, code, yeah, the source code mm-hmm. for the artificial intelligence, and that's how you're able to stop it or control it, or yeah, or control Which it. Most of the governments, yes. every government, yeah, wants to get these keys to control mm-hmm. this this entity AI. The entity is able to it it's able to infiltrate banks, mm-hmm. infiltrate security systems, police mm-hmm. forces. Uh, it's able to influence political elections. It's literally able to do practically anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as you know, the fear of AI in the world today, mm-hmm. it becomes uh, what is that sentient? Is that the yeah, correct word? Yeah. It it becomes uh, you know, it has a its own personality, and the entity wants the key for itself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the entity's big goal is let me get the key. And basically destroy it or get rid of it so it can live and do its own thing that it wants to do. Exactly. The governments all want to control the entity. They want to get the key um, so they can go access uh, the the submarine. I want to point out most people, almost everyone in the movie, they don't know where the submarine is. Yeah. They're just trying to get the key. Exactly. Um, so it's literally a, a race to get this key. Um, now we have the good guys in this movie, of course, the the gang, Ethan, yep. the big uh, Luther, Benji. It, it, it'll suffer a little bit of the movie too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and Grace at the end of the movie mm-hmm. um, gets kind of recruited in a little bit. Yep. They want to destroy the entity, and it, it, you know, for good reason. It's like you know we we can't have this in someone's yeah. hands. They're and gonna the, control everything. Yeah, and the big thing is is that um, I, I I think uh, um, our American guys I can't remember their names. Um, they found the uh, I believe Briggs was the main. Uh, you talk about the two like agents yeah. that were after yeah. the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Degas is his name. Okay. Um, uh, the the black guy. Okay. Um, he said the power isn't isn't solely for one person. Yep. You know. So essentially, like this is too this is too powerful for any one government, any one person, and it should be destroyed because 
no one's ever going to hear yeah. it right. And you see the progression from those two guys specifically throughout the mm -hmm. movie mm -hmm. where they're like, we're doing the right thing for our government. We yeah. want to give this to our superiors. Kind of just know, like that's all good. And then yeah. slowly, especially towards when we get to the train scene at the end, mm -hmm. um, they kind of get to this point where they're like, oh, like Ethan's doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. We probably are not doing the right thing mm -hmm. as a U.S. government. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so yeah, that's really where the, the, where we get with the plot. Um, we have a couple of, uh, we had, uh, one death scene, unfortunately. Did, unfortunately. Ilsa, Ilsa, Ilsa did make a, a sacrifice for, yeah. uh, uh, Haley Atwell's character, Grace. Um, and, uh, we'll get more into her in a second, but, uh, yeah, she, she had a valiant sacrifice, um. Um, fighting uh, Gabriel, who we'll also get into in a second. But why don't we talk about Gabriel here right now? Because yeah. I, I feel like he's such an important part. Mm -hmm. and I wanted to hear your breakdown of Gabriel. Yeah. So essentially, Gabriel, um, his character comes into the movie, and we find out that he killed someone close to Ethan prior to his IMF career per se. Um, and Ethan knows him, and we're autumn, and we're you know we, and he knows exactly like how fearsome he is and he's like you know we should not we should be afraid of this person you know and i remember the one scene in the airport when um he saw him like out of his yeah glasses. you saw ethan be scared yeah, he was like yeah. he said immediately he said mission like abort mission like mm -hmm. we're done um so he knows exactly how powerful he is and you know as the movie goes on we learn that he is essentially not really hired by the entity but for lack of better terms hired by the entity um, working for the entity, yep. trying to protect it, and he knows what's going to happen. And that's kind of a big thing that kind of plays on in this movie is that the entity knows it. It assumes that it knows what's how things are going to yeah. play out. So he's essentially, you know, working on you know the the person that's uh, working on behalf of it. I think also with Gabriel and the entity working together, just to kind of piggyback on you a little bit. Mm -hmm. The thing the entity has, it's an algorithm. It runs. Yeah. Well, it, it, one thing it can do is run this algorithm that like sh figures out what the probability is for every single circumstance at any single time. Mm -hmm. So the entity is figuring out what they're going to do before they actually do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we even see like towards the end when Paris uh, dies. So that's actually the second person that dies. Mm -hmm. Well, that was left a little bit open. She had a heartbeat at the end. Yeah. yeah so yeah. We'll, we'll claim she's she yes. died, but she might not be dead. Yeah. Um, when Paris was, was, was going in and out of consciousness, we'll say that, mm -hmm. um, she said like the entity guessed that I would, I would turn, yeah. uh, like over to Ethan's side, which mm -hmm. was so interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, it's so interesting to see the entity, like knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. You could see like at a point in time when they were in the club, Gabriel was saying he was like, uh, he's like, I'm going to have both keys on the train tomorrow. Yeah. Like that. I, I, I will. I'm gonna, he he said, I'm, yeah. yeah. He said, I'm going to pick it up off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Which and, he did. And he did. did. Yeah. He did. And then he said, one of these two are going to die tonight between Grace and Ilsa. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Ilsa ended up uh, dying. But yeah, it's very interesting to know that it knows exactly what's going to happen. Yes. Kind of, kind of feels like a Doctor Strange kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Remember in Infinity War? Yep. He said, you know, eight, 14. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one. Whatever. Yeah. This yep. is the one. So um, really interesting how that's playing out. Um, but obviously at the end, not to jump too far ahead, but we find out that it's not, it's, it starts becoming afraid because it doesn't know what's going to happen, you know, and it can't predict what's going to happen. It can't predict Ethan specifically. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so the, the entity is scared of mm -hmm. Ethan. It's scared that there's this possibility that Ethan 
does get the key and somehow gets to it and gets to the source code. Mm -hmm. And it, it seems like it doesn't fear any government, doesn't fear any federal agent, just fears Ethan Hunt mm -hmm. um, and it, his capacity to stop what the entity wants to happen and what the entity is going to do. Yeah, exactly. So that's a little description about Gabriel um, and the entity. Um, Want to get more into Grace, Grace's character a little bit, yeah. and then um, we can talk about... Um, you know, our, our big three a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Grace's character, she, she's this, she's a, uh, essentially just a thief in this yeah. movie. She's a pickpocket. Yeah. And, um, well glorified. She, she's, yeah. she's pickpocket and thief are underselling her a little bit, but yeah, but she doesn't really do like hard crime. She's not killing people or, yeah, but she's like a very good, like, yeah, pickpocket, really good almost thief. Like, yeah. almost like con man kind of like, yep. Um, or con woman kind of like, but, um, yeah, really interesting her character and her, um, you know, development, she was really helpful in this movie towards Eth with Ethan and everything. Um, and I really liked her progression throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, towards, you know, being like, I think toward at the beginning when we first see her, she's very like hesitant and like reluctant to like be a part of like a team or whatever. And then as we see her progressions, she, you know, constantly pulls away. But then towards the end, she, we, we see that Ethan really cares about her and that, you know, she really wanted to be a part of the team. Yeah, I, I was literally just about to say exactly what you just said. The mm -hmm. thing is, Ethan continuously throughout the movie saved her or yeah. gave her good advice or mm -hmm. told her to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And she, time and time again, up until the end of the movie, like, not... Kind of pushed it away. Yeah, pushed yeah. it away is the right... I was going to say disobey, but pushed yeah. it away is a way better wording. Mm -hmm. um, where she was, like, still, like, you know, working with them a little bit, but did kind of push that help away yeah. and then at the end you can see ethan i mean throwing his life around yeah because uh he had the he essentially left the, the train the train scene which we'll get to in a second and oh, God. Uh, <laughs> he left the train scene on the parachute they only had one parachute and he was very reluctant like he was almost about to say mm -hmm. i'm gonna give you the parachute and i'll turn myself in yeah you know um but she and, obviously knew that that was going to jeopardize the mission yes and you know, she chose to do the right thing and she stayed and, and it seems like she's going to be a part of the team going forward. Um, and then obviously the whole, when she, uh, was, uh, wearing a mask to portray, uh, um, Alana's character, yep. um, she was going to take the money and then she said, Nope, I'm going to, we're just going to, I'm going to give the key. And she said, I would feel better with this in safer hands. Mm -hmm. You know? So I loved, I loved her progression throughout the movie. I thought it was really good, really well placed in this movie. Um, and I hope, you know she's a, she's around to stay. I hope so too. Her development was really good. She probably had, in my opinion, the most character development. Yeah. Um. And to be honest, this movie probably lacked a little bit in the character development mm -hmm. area. Yeah, I think the the when it comes to character development for these movies, I think it's a little hard because yeah. I think some of them you have to look at it as like a franchise, right? Yes. Which it is, but. Ethan's had character development in the past. You know his his wife was taken. Mm -hmm. I thought I I watched Mission Impossible three yesterday, so. Um, I thought that was like the first movie where like you saw Ethan like really have that like character development and everything. Um, and then obviously Fallout was really good because she came back and um, we got a little more development. But yeah, not too much in regards to like our big three um, in this movie, but not not to take anything away from them. They were great. Always great seeing them on yeah. the screen. I, I was going to say just to again piggyback off you, mm -hmm. like we're, we're at the point where what is this movie? Seven? Yeah, seven. So Character development for like our main characters yeah, it's is, is be... going to go down a little bit yeah. to almost zero. Mm -hmm. They're very in their roles, and especially yeah. in this type of franchise where it's very like mission, do mission, complete mission. Mm -hmm. 
um, in these movies, that's kind of where it, it like sits. And um, I, I will say the one piece of development that we do see in this movie is that Ethan almost has a choice more so than in previous movies as to who to save. You know, mm-hmm. he couldn't save both people, Haley or not Haley, uh, Grace and Ilsa. Ilsa ended up dying. So I thought that was a little bit of development. And he's still like, you know, I'm still going to go save both people, you know? He also didn't kill Gabriel, so that's something didn't. too. But that that also, you know, he succeeded in his mission doing that. Yes. Know? So I think that, you have to look at this as a part one. I think even though there wasn't a ton of development, I thought there was a little bit there. You yeah, know? Grace specifically was the one character that like, Absolutely. She, she shines brighter where like her character specifically, like, I would argue she's my favorite character in this yeah, movie. Yeah. I, th- I thought she was so great. Absolutely. And the way that her acting was really good too. She's just a great actor. Haley, was it Haley Atwell? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, you want to get to some of these action scenes? Yeah, let's move on to the, some of these action Specifically sequences. the train scene. I marked this down. We got to talk about this. Aaron, we watched them jump jump through like three train cars that were falling off a bridge yeah, at, the end. at the end. And I was I was gripping on for dear life on my seat. I was so nervous. For me, I for me, um it's crazy. I don't know if you've played you've seen the Uncharted games, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I oh, was Oh, the plane scene? No, so when I was younger, uh the first one didn't have so, like a ton of hype. The second one I felt like was where Uncharted got like its big name and yeah, everyone yeah. was like, "Whoa, this is like a crazy series." Mm-hmm. And the the scene in that was the train there was a train scene and the trains were falling just like in this one. I'll show it to you after the podcast, but um essentially, you know, Nathan Drake had to jump through a bunch of trains trying to get mm-hmm. trying to get out of it and um ended up saving himself. So that immediately triggered that memory when i saw that happening in the movie but for me the craziest part was when that piano fell and they had to get out the way and Haley atwell or grace was like yo don't don't leave me like don't leave me this train <laughs> she this barely plane, made that yeah, this piano is gonna hit me so I, it was so crazy to see how they cl- jumped through all those trains i don't know how they filmed it i was watching a video on like how they filmed i would it a love bit. to see how they filmed that they said that they had to make like they, there wasn't like a re- like a train that they could just blow up, so they had to make a train. That Fair they enough. Could, they had to make a train that they could blow up, and they were just filming it like on the train, like and they d- kind of did it like slower. But it's so crazy how they filmed some of this stuff. Um, yeah, I would love. You know what I'd love for every Tom Cruise movie? I'd love a, a separate movie after. Yeah, how just about it, how they how filmed they everything. I would. I would watch. Give that me 100%. one hour, just one hour would, of another movie. I'll pay. I'll pay I to would go. One hundred percent. Watch that. I hundred percent would pay to go. Um, but yeah, we had a couple other sequences. The obviously the big one, the uh, cliff jump scene. Yeah. Uh, driving the motorcycle off the cliff. Um, really great, amazing shot. Like how it was I, really pretty. After shot. after he jumped off. There was a there was a moment where like you could hear like the wind and everything mm-hmm. and it was like someone jumped off with him. Yep. It, maybe they did. I believe I'm assuming they did, but it was absolutely crazy like how they filmed some of this stuff. Like not mm-hmm. just like obviously the the scene itself is crazy and the stunt itself is crazy, but how they film it is also crazy in itself. Tom in all these movies, he just wants to top himself. Each I know. Time. I know. It's, it's crazy. so it's so funny. I we talked about this yesterday a little bit, but. There's a uh, a part where he's running through Italy a little bit. I think mm-hmm. it's Italy, right? Yeah, he's running. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he said he ran ten miles to get running scenes for that. Mm-hmm. It just straight, just ran ten miles in a full suit, dress shoes, yeah. just running. Yeah. And he said it was difficult, but it wasn't that bad. And I was like, God, this guy's he's wild. He's, he's cr- and he's sixty. I know he's sixty, 60 years like he's old. <laughs> so, I know we're, we're definitely glazing Tom Cruise a lot, but Aaron and I like Tom Cruise a lot. But yeah, so that. That jump scene, I and we talked about this. 
I really find this so important. This is why it's a watch it for me. Stuff like that where you hear the difference in volume when yes. the parachute rips, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or not rips, but like it, it comes yeah, out of the, yeah, the backpack. Yeah, it comes open and then when like there's the crashes yep. and cars. There, yeah, the one crash when they when they cra- when uh, Grace's character crashed into the car mm-hmm. and like she like spun out. It caught me off guard. I was like, dang, like I felt like I was just in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. It you you feel it's such a lively experience being in there. Um, so I, I definitely really enjoyed that, that scene on like the cliff jump and like, even like the debacle where like, they're discussing it, him and Benji and Benji's like, well, thought you could jump. <laughs> and he's like, you want me to jump? Yeah. And it was like, he was like, look, this is what you gotta do. Right. So yeah, that was, uh, quite the scene we had at the big, towards the beginning, the desert scene yeah, that, that where we had really... the full shootout. Yeah. So they, the, the one interesting thing with that. I don't know if you remember, you probably don't remember, Mission Impossible Ghost, Ghost Protocol. There was also a sandstorm where they were trying to find somebody mm-hmm. in that movie. So that immediately reminded me of that. But the whole sandstorm thing where they were like still fighting people and like shoot, having like a whole shootout and everything, absolutely crazy. So cool to watch. So cool to 100%. see on screen. Um, but yeah, I, I think I said it earlier, overall with these Mission Impossible movies, you know what you're going to get, right? Yeah. You're going to get some crazy action sequences. You're going to get, you know, some crazy stunts and stuff like that. Really what it comes down to is how good the story is. I think the story is pretty solid. Um, and um, yeah, I, I, again, this is a part one. So, you know, we'll have to We're getting another one. We'll have to wait for part two, see how it plays out. Yeah. But um, overall, I thought this was a pretty solid. So movie. how does this, in your opinion, how does this compare to the other Mission Impossible movies? Like, where would you put it? Yeah. So for me, I was actually doing my ranking yesterday. I think... I have this um, on my letterbox at, I put it at number two. Okay. Behind Fallout. I thought it was very good. It's a really good story. Um, I don't think it's better than Fallout yet, but we have to, I have to wait and see. We got see. another one coming. Yeah, so, you gotta yeah. wait. I feel like you gotta wait and see for part two to see how things play out. The one thing I really would have liked to have seen in this movie, since it's a part one, if they kind of did it like the end game. Infinity War Endgame kind of thing, or like um, how across the spider across the Spider Verse and then into um, the Spider Verse, yeah, or well across the Spider Verse and then whatever the next. Oh, oh, you're uh, saying yeah, yeah. um, Was it beyond? Yeah, beyond the Spider Verse. So it's like, it. it, I think it would have been cool in this one if like, I felt like Ilsa's character. She definitely died like valiantly, but it would have been cool. I felt like it would have been more impactful if she died like towards the end and like we didn't see it coming or something like that. But then also, I think what would have really been impactful is if they didn't complete the mission, you know? Yeah. Which interesting. Essentially, they did complete this part of the mission so far. He, yeah. He got the key. He didn't kill Gabriel's character, which is what um, Luther said beforehand. Because um, he said, if you kill, if you kill Gabriel or if you die on the train, then you fail the mission uh, because that's what the entity wants. Right. Um. So I think it would have been interesting to see just as a change up if they just like failed the mission and they're like, crap, like, what do we do now? You mm-hmm. know? Um, so I thought that would have been really interesting, but that's not taking away anything from the movie. I still think it was really good. I think I saw yesterday on Twitter that um, Tom Cruise said that he wanted to leave this or Dead Reckoning part one on a, like a satisfying ending. Which I thought it was pretty satisfying. Like it, I, I mean, I felt pretty good at the yeah, end. Like yeah, like you feel good about it. it you feel like they're going. I felt whole. The, yeah, you feel yeah. like you're going in the right direction. Um, but yeah, I, I think it would have been interesting if they 
kind of didn't complete the mission for a change, you know? So my my thing with this movie, I think the, the, the one thing that kind of brings it down a little bit for me is this movie felt two things. One, it felt like a titch long, mm-hmm. which we talked about coming out. Like, I felt like I could have been around two hours instead of two and a half, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like 210. There were just some parts that felt a little dragged out. But you made a great point. I'll let you talk about it if you want, about the stuff that could have been cut out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yesterday I was saying if they were going to cut out anything, it would have been on some of the chase scenes. Yeah. Which, um, like, that's the good stuff. We yeah, don't want like, that out. Like, so. like I, I remember there was uh, there were a few scenes where he was running, where, like, uh, I think at towards the beginning where um, uh, Grace was uh, caught by Ethan after the airport scene, and they were driving around for, like, it, geez, it seemed like for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Cut that down to, like, 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, but, again, like, it, it, the stuff that they would have ended up cutting, I think it would have... It would have just been cutting out action sequences, and I think they had so much good action sequences. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too mad at it, at it being a long movie. So my other little gripe is I thought there were some kind of cheesy parts, specifically with Gabriel. Mm-hmm. I like his character, but there's sometimes where I'm like, "Why are you cringy?" Like I feel like there's just a couple times where I'm like, "This is too much. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit too much for me." Like what part? Um, oh, what's a good example? Um, I don't know. You you put me on the spot. I don't even know if I. This is a horrible <laughs> example because I don't have one. But I just remember thinking like during the movie that I felt like it was just a little like like just five percent too cheesy. Um, and that was like just a little bit down for me. I mean, it's not like it's way too cheesy or it's unbearable. Mm-hmm. But like another thing is like they call the, the thing the entity. That's a little cheesy. Um, I, it's, I'm not saying like, I have a better name. That's yeah, not my yeah. point, but it is kind of like this overlying term mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, I don't know, just my opinion. That's fair. I wanted I mean, to throw out there, but now that I'm getting nitty gritty here, let's, let's get a letterbox uh, yeah. score here. Well, I was going to say rating. one thing real quick. I, I didn't really, uh, um, um, the cheesy part. I didn't, I didn't notice too many cheesy parts, but, um, you know, that's, uh, obviously up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh. I thought it was really one of the things I actually really liked was how they implemented something that is like kind of society related, the whole artificial intelligence yeah. thing. I think not to get too bogged down in it, but um, obviously it's something that can get to that point. You know, it can get, um, you know, if you don't run with if you're if you're not walking with it right now, I, I feel like you can get, you know, out of control with it. Yep. Um, so I think that was really cool how they had that as like the kind of villain in this movie um something that you can't see so um obviously these mission impossible movies like can go on forever but it's really cool that they were able to add something that's relevant to society yeah yeah i agree so letterbox rating i told you yesterday i'm going with a solid four stars um not quite mission impossible fallout um level which i gave four and a half um but solid movie so i gave it four stars um i think it's the same as um mission impossible rogue nation um so have it on that level and i think i also gave ghost protocol four stars so mm-hmm. a couple movies that are four stars in this franchise i told you yesterday i think as far as like action franchises go like you take out like all superhero franchises like you know dc mcu you take out star wars um just straight action like guns knives like human conflict kind of stuff this is definitely like top three in my opinion like i think it's john wick and then 
uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I agree with the four stars. We walked out thinking the exact same thing. This was a good movie, not a great one, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think the four stars fits it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, like, I'd watch it again. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, we said it was a watch at the beginning of the pod. And I, I think it was a, a fair assessment. It was a fair assessment. It wasn't quite where I was like blown away like we were with Across the Spider-Verse, but I did yeah. really, really like it. And that's yeah, why I, I gave it that four. I think if there's one thing that kind of got, if there was one thing I think people will probably say about this movie is that it probably was a little bit confusing at times where like they, they, the, they may have like, you know, talked too much about like the entity or whatever. Yep. Like, you know, some stuff gets confusing. Obviously, they're wearing masks a little bit in this movie, which are pretty cool, but um, they didn't do it a ton to where it's, like, confusing. It's always, like, whenever it happens, it's like, oh, like, whoa, I didn't I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, really, 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 really solid movie. It's a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Definitely got to see it in theaters. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, you want to queue up what we got next? Next up is the big one, Aaron. The big one. I'm so excited for this. Next up is going to be Barbenheimer. We're going to do a a double up episode. There'll be two released at once. Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yes. uh, We are both very, very excited. We're getting a whole whole crew for that together. That's going to be a a fun experience, the Barbenheimer experience. We're doing Barbie first, right? That's that's the must first, right? I think you got to... I think the way it has to work is we got to come in in the morning. We got to see Barbie. And then... You know, you take all your pink stuff off. Take your pink suits yep, off. Yep. Go get, go get, go get dinner or go yep. get lunch. Sorry. I feel like it has to be burgers and fries too. Yeah, you got to get yep. lunch. Um, and you got to put your gray suit on. Yeah. You got to get your hat. Mm-hmm. Get you know. all your top hats. Yep. yep. And you got to get your fifties car. Your mm-hmm. forty. Your your forties yep. car. Yep. I have that accessible somewhere. And then uh, we gonna we gonna drive out to the desert and and launch a nuke. I I like it. Mm-hmm. Did you see like the stuff on Twitter where people were like the they had the Barbie house and someone was like yeah. Oppenheimer's marketing team has the f- funniest thing of all time they could do right <laughs> yeah. now. They can just bomb. The yeah, house. just dropping. <laughs> um. So yeah, that'd be interesting. But that those are the next two we're gonna do a double up. It's not gonna be that week th- this coming weekend. Um. But it two will weeks. be. What two weeks? It comes out next weekend. I know. Two. We'll do the episode. Oh months. yeah, yeah. Most yes. Most likely it'll be it'll be that following weekend. Mm-hmm. Something like that. We'll have to we'll have to come together and and figure it out. But Barbenheimer, Barbie Oppenheimer. That's gonna be the next one. But yeah, I think we'll wrap up the pod there for today, Aaron. Uh, another great episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Of course, subscribe to the podcast. Leave five star review if you enjoyed this episode. Um, go check out our website, thesmallballers.com. A lot of content coming out this week. We have this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast uh, when it comes out tomorrow, Sunday the 16th, we have a small baller episode coming out. It was a really good episode. We did a desserts draft. Aaron, I just showed you the desserts draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and which don't say the person, but which team you thought team one had mm-hmm. the best yes, sir. Uh, desserts. So definitely go check that one out. Whatever uh, that is. You had a great draft. Yeah, yeah. I actually agreed. I thought Team 1 had the best draft. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying if that's me or not. Uh, but next, this coming week, we have another 12th row podcast episode coming out with Josh and Will. They did a great job last week. Go check that one out if you're a soccer fan. They, they did over an hour of content on soccer. So go check that one out. But with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. <laughs>